Hey guys, it's Jason. I'm the host of the Time Will Tell podcast here on Anchor. I'm also one of your most loyal listeners, I would suspect. <laughs> as soon as they come out, I've got to listen. And I'm often on the Facebook page saying, Welcome Rabbits. So I just wanted to say thanks for this amazing podcast. The whole team is great. I love every one of you. You're amazing. And from down here in Tijuana at the moment, keep up the good work. Have a great day. Located in the waterways across Japan lies a beast of incredible intelligence. A cunning, stealthy predator. A being with one thing on its mind, one motivation, one goal. Silently gliding through the water, it stalks the prey that has wandered dangerously close to the water's edge. Its victim is strong, a formidable target, one that will struggle and fight to survive, which is exactly what this attacker prefers. Waiting, watching, savoring the moment of the assault. The unsuspecting, foolish subject slides into the cool water, and without warning, it strikes. The prey is you, and it wants what you have. You heard the legends, but believed them to be just that. You saw the warning signs, but chose to ignore the local superstitions. And now here you are, helpless to the violent creature, and has come for your most prized possession. And the only way to take it is to rip it from your guts. Watch your cornhole, you're in Kappa territory. Welcome back to Infinite Rabbit Hole. I had to keep it muted. <laughs> you shouldn't have kept it muted. I had you to. Been cracking up that whole time. Oh, <laughs> the Kappa. I'm curious, uh, kid. And we'll go. We'll start with you. Do you know anything about the Kappa? I've heard of the Kappa, but I don't know anything about it. So you know nothing about it, like any, a... anything whatsoever. I now know that it's a Japanese thing. That's about as far as that's about as much as I know about the Kappa now. Thanks, Jake, well, for bestowing well, that information upon me. Well, strap in because it's going to get wild. <laughs> what about you, Jeffrey? Um, I literally know what I'm looking at on Cryptid Wiki right now. Oh, it's get off Cryptid, Cryptid Wiki. Wiki right Cryptid now. Wiki, eh? <laughs> get off that site. That's just the first link that came up. You know. Well, get off of it. Okay. Well, that's what I know. So there you go. Okay. Jake, I'm assuming wants to tell you the story. Yeah. I do. I put a lot of work into this. If you guys ruin it by going to the only source of information, I'm going to be pretty pissed. <laughs> no, it's it's not the only source. But so basically what had happened was I we had family game night. I went up to my folks house in Fresno and it was me and my brothers and their wives and mom and dad. And I brought my uh, Xbox. And so we were playing the Jack's Bo Jackbox TV thing. So basically everyone logs into this system on their phones on the internet and 
you play a bunch of different games and stuff and you're just utilizing your phone as the controller. So everyone's got a phone all the time. And so this is like a perfect game system. So they got all, all different types of trivia and things like that. And one of the trivias was about the Kappa. And it was the first I'd heard about it. And it was maybe, um, it was actually on my birthday. So it was uh, back in August, end of August. And dude, I fell in love. I just, I couldn't not do an episode on this. And I was like, gosh, I hope that there's more than just what was announced on on this game. And sure enough, I look it up and it it, it was hilarious. And I was just like, okay, this is what I got to do. So I know that people are expecting me to throw out another Giants episode and I'm sorry. I'm not doing that today because I had to get this out of the way because I was like, even if this episode is only 30 minutes long, which I, I doubt it will be, but I just loved the content and I really wanted to throw it out there. So, so what was the question? Um, it was basically which one of these is um, is false or something like that. And it was, I think it was Fibbage actually, and it told what the Kappa, Kappa is and what it does um, and what it removes from you. And then you were supposed to input your own lie as to what it might have been, but then guess the re- correct answer as to mm. what it was. And I don't think anyone actually got it, but it was just like, you know, three sentences about it. It talked about, you know, and I was just like, I'll get into that. I'm, I'm, I won't be it's all secretive forever. But I was just like, just cracking up. I was like, this is hilarious. And everyone's like, what? And it just some wild, just, sh- you know, shot in the dark trivia that most people probably wouldn't know. And I was just like, man, this is hilarious. But, uh, in this episode, we'll get into what it is. I've got it broken up like usual. Um, we'll get into the sightings and um, what it could be and then uh, the the pop culture section of it. This is only eight pages for you, Jeff. Plus, I need to jump out of here right when we're done because I've got a, uh, a friend's game night thing to, to jet off to with Whitney, but... Yeah, I mean, if you guys are ready, I'll get started. Unless you have any questions that I will not answer until after the presentation. So, do you cover <laughs> pop culture at all? Yes. He said, okay. pop <laughs> where, "Where were you?" Yeah, where were you five know. seconds ago? Well, I, was just, Fired. I was, I was double checking my sources for for a pop culture reference. I um, wasn't listening. Now that being said, I didn't add everything. So if I don't cover it, feel free to like you know, throw it out there. Um, yeah, Jeff and kid. <laughs> Are you all ready yes, to go? Sir. You ready to do the thing? Ready. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, and then I, <laughs> I wore the appropriate shirt for this. Maybe yep. not an alien sort of a thing, but you'll get the reference soon. For those of it's... you that liked our back and forth uh, during one of the Skinwalker Ranch episodes, yeah. this, this will be for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. That's what sealed the deal for me. I was just like, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, here we go. Oh, fucking Jake. So a lot of these words in Japanese, like always, I kind of have it spelled out phonetically in, like, you know, parentheses for the more difficult ones, but I'm going to mispronounce it. And you know what? I'm not sorry because I don't speak Japanese and the way I formulate words as as American that speaks English is not the same. So I'm going to mispronounce it. So just buckle up, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> All right. 
legends spawning from the Edo Edo era era. Oh, yep. See, already starting up. Started, started off good. <laughs> Edo, 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 Edo area. Edo, Edo. Perfect. Legend spawning from the Edo era, sixteen oh three to eighteen sixty seven, sheds light on the Kappa, a water deity that resides in the rivers of Japan and can either be a blessing or a curse to people that come across its path. Although their appearance varies slightly from region to region. Their common traits are that they're short, no more than five feet tall, humanoid beings. Their scaly, reptile-like skin comes in the shades of yellow, blue, or green and have turtle shells on their backs. They have beaked mouths and webbed hands and feet, making them exceptional swimmers. Lastly, they have magical powers. The source of this power comes from a small pool of water called a sara that is contained in a bowl-shaped dent on top of their heads, surrounded by long, shaggy hair and a bowl cut. Think of the hairstyle worn by medieval monks. The name Kappa, translated to water child, is just one of 80 different names given to these aquatic tricksters. Other names include Kawako, Kawapa, Gowapa, uh, Sutangu, etc. Kappas are extremely cunning, and while sometimes being rather generous to humans, like giving them the knowledge of how to reset broken bones or how to make medicinal salves, bringing, fresh, bringing, bringing families fresh fish, and helping farmers with crop irrigation. But these are instances are mostly restricted to circumstances when the kappa owed a debt to the individual. More commonly, the kappa viciously attacks humans or plays cruel tricks on them. Legend has it that the more harmless side the kappa will imitate the sound of flatulence, make offensive jokes, look up women, a woman's kimono, and other sometimes perverse but not necessarily violent actions. However, their temperament is more often that of a vicious attacker that kidnaps and eats children, drowns, drowns livestock in rivers, sexually assaults women, and will kill adults and drink their blood. And unfortunately for the women who were assaulted by these beings... They would sometimes become pregnant with human-slash-kappa hybrids and would kill the children when they gave birth to them due to the child's disgusting appearance. Their attacks on people are usually associated with their incredible love for fighting their victims and are avid enthusiasts of sumo wrestling, along with their obsession for obtaining the victim's shirikodama, which contains a human's life force. Their shirikodama, translated small anus ball, is a small green magical ball that is said to be in your anus. <laughs> Kid, the, Kappa, <laughs> the Kappa considers these life force containing anus organs a delicacy and feasts on them as soon as they're harvested. Other uses for your Shrikudama are for tribute to the sea-dwelling Dragon King, who is said to be the lord of all things aquatic. As previously discussed, killing for the Shrikudama Shirikodama, is an effective way of obtaining it, but it isn't the only way. The other, less lethal harvesting method involved hiding in toilets, which historically were located over rivers, and waiting for the opportunity to rip it right out of your butthole. <laughs> other than savoring the taste of your coveted buttball, folklore of these beings claim that cucumbers are their favorite meal. They also consumed eggplant, soba, fermented soybeans, and pumpkins. 
In old Tokyo, people used to keep their family members from coming to harm by putting cucumbers in the river, etched with the names of their in- etched with their individual names. Alternatively, sliced cucumbers would be thrown into the water so the kappa would be too preoccupied with eating the pieces and leave the humans alone while they bathed in the river. Also, it's said that eating cucumbers before swimming would protect you from the schemes of the kappa, but others believe this would most assuredly cause an attack to happen. Besides the cucumber bribery that people did, ginger, sesame, and iron were utilized to keep it away. Next, we'll get into the Kappa's magical powers and how an individual could get the better of them. But for the meantime, what are your thoughts? Well, my my uh, initial thoughts, I guess, at the end of that one was, uh, well, if you're going to eat cucumbers and it likes cucumbers and you smell like cucumbers, you may be getting your uh, your taint tickled by, <laughs> by a Kappa. And uh, what was the what was the thing that was in your butthole? Uh, Shiriko Dama. It's uh, S H I R I K O D A M A, and that's the source. That's your life force shoved right up that cornhole. Shiriko Damo. Shiriko Damo. Yeah. Okay. Well, so and that was I don't... The, that was the part that was in Jackbox. Is that they talked about that, and then uh, no one had heard about what the Kappa was, so no one got it. But it was just like. Nice. <laughs> this is awesome. So, yes, I have heard of said Kappa before. Um, I I am familiar with what it does. I, I didn't, I don't know too much about the lore. I, I knew it went in your butthole for something. I didn't know what it was. Uh, good, good to know that I'd learned something today. Thanks, Jake. That's You're nice. Uh, yeah. Also, their tendencies to sneak up the toilet. Uh, yeah. That is also new to me. That's, Pulling it that's, right out of you, man. Uh, Can you yeah, that? could yeah. I mean, every time you take a deuce, and you are in scared, fear yeah. of getting, get, getting get, your life force, get, your soul ripped out of your butt. Most yeah. people they're worried about rats or snakes coming up their toilets. No, 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 no. Now we're yeah. worried about a kappa coming after us. Yeah, the other day <laughs> I, there was a, a spider that dropped down from the ceiling straight in front of me while I was, you know taking the leak first thing in the morning but i told i told whitney i was like i'm glad that it happened to me because i wasn't (laughs) sitting directly underneath it and this you would have jumped out of your skin if this had happened to you and it was a big boy too it was you know size of like a a nickel and this is gonna go and get that that but now shiriko dama out of you now that i know (laughs) you know now that being said my toilet isn't above a river but that doesn't mean that utilizing its magical powers, which we'll get into, it can't, you know, find a way. As we know yeah. from from uh, Jurassic Park, life finds a way. And if this <laughs> thing wants wants your life force, oh, it's gonna get it. There's a there's a theory out there. Oh, well, I was just gonna make a joke that there's a there's a theory out there that Jurassic Park is actually a documentary, and uh, and uh, dinosaurs are real. <laughs> including, including these butt-loving kappas. It's funny. I actually have a lot of thoughts about this, honestly. I, I don't know if I should wait. I don't know because you said it might be short, so I, I don't know how much you have. But I guess I'll just kind of wait to give you all my thoughts. But there's a lot here, man. Um, I, I figured the iron thing was going to jump out at you. No. No? Really? No, no. 
No, there's some deep... evil spirits and iron. You or utilizing utilizing iron to get rid of them and stuff. Like that's not something that you're just gonna. Be like, I mean, oh. there's there's probably something there. I'm not picking up on, but definitely with um, like I don't know. I I found some pictures and stuff online while you were mm. talking, and I'm looking at like some what looked like old Japanese writings. Oh, um, while I'm while we're sitting here. Uh, I'm going to send you guys a video that I want you to have queued up because I'm going to oh, talk about it oh, for the, the sources. And we're going to we're gonna break this thing down the same <clears throat> way we all kind of looked at that picture on Kenzar's. But, so um, to talk about the iron real quick, I mean, do you get into whether or not this thing has any ties to the Fae? No, I don't. Okay, because cold iron is supposedly believed to repel or, or uh, harm fairies which yeah, is they don't like yeah. it too too much so i didn't know if there was a tie with this and those kind of well, mythologies certainly there could be um and we'll get into the ties with other known cryptids and stuff um but i mean if they're all kind of based off the same things um but this is more looking like i mean the way that the japanese people kind of go about the legend of the kappa is it's more as if it's a real animal like a you know it's not just a legend it's an actual thing that it still occurs or still exists and things like that and then there's some that see it as a, a deity you know they actually like you know see it as like something to be worshipped and like feared and then there's other people that just see it as like you know the stories of the boogeyman you know and so it's just like you get a whole range of <laughs> belief within this um this being um and you you'll hear that as i'm as i'm reading it i somewhat talk about it in the past tense and somewhat in the present tense because it's really like we'll get into the evidence of it but there's a good case to be said that it could be more on the real side um, and then really? the case to be said that it's not. So it's just like, you know, it, it's like anything, right? You could say the same thing with Bigfoot. There's your, your reference, no, but Big, Bigfoot's um, real. That's not, that's not the same at all. I, I don't um, know. As you, as you were saying that though, that's, <laughs> I went through like six different emotions as you were reading your paragraph there. And I went from, dang, this thing looks really cool to, I am absolutely utterly terrified of this thing to this thing's an absolute joke. So, <laughs> some of the more aggressive drawings that i saved a bunch of a bunch of images that will uh i'll go back and listen to it jeff and i'll tell you when you i want you to insert those for like all the people on the the paranormal network on the youtube but some of the more aggressive drawings have illustrations of the kappa doing what kappas do to local women and i was like all right well that's you know, it's not great. It's like, you know, the, 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 yeah, and that's terrifying the, the in my head. side of the Kappa where it like, you know, makes fart jokes and like, you know, says, Hey, big nose and things like that. <laughs> and then, Oh, it's going to like, you know, upskirt you. And then the other side of the Kappa, which is like, you know, all rapey and, uh, and eating kids and, ripping buttholes out and all kinds mm. of stuff like just getting at you but like, i guess I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the the purpose of the boogeyman aspect of this would be because i'll get into know, that 
Okay. Because so, yeah. like historically, the boogeyman is there to instill fear into yeah. somebody to not do something. You yeah, know, like yeah. Krampus. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Krampus for a minute. Like when we covered Krampus last last year for our Christmas special, uh, Krampus was there as this entity to instill fear into children to behave. Mm-hmm. Right. Same thing as our Santa Claus. You know, believe it or not, Santa Claus is considered a, a boogeyman type thing because it instills a fear. You know, it, it's not going to come out and kill you, but right. you're not going to. If get you're a not, gift if you it. don't behave, you don't get your gifts. Exactly. Right. So right. I'm curious as to you're going to get a lump of coal instead. I'm curious as to what the purpose of this mythology, you know, the the background is for it. Because the only thing I can think of is like, you know. Don't play on your phone while you're taking a poop and end up spending 30 minutes in there. Just you know, instead, instead <laughs> well, get in there I mean, and do what you got to do and get out. <laughs> we'll get into it briefly. And that there, and if if I remember, there's a source I'd like to talk about, although I couldn't find the same information anywhere else with the exception of that mythology.net website. So I didn't add it in this, but I'll briefly discuss it and say it, and this as well. Um, but there is a good reasoning that if this is in fact just a local legend boogeyman type thing well then you know once i throw it out there it'll be a couple sentences you're like oh well, that makes total sense mm-hmm. okay sounds yeah. good man if yeah. you guys are ready we'll get into magic powers and how to defeat them let's do let's it go all right kappas are a force to be feared and respected especially among individuals that believe them uh to be a deity As far as their magical powers, besides incredible strength, intelligence, and swimming ability, I have no idea, but apparently they have them. I couldn't find any information at all. As mentioned in the beginning, of the most important weaknesses to remember is the Sara on top of their heads. Despite the ruthlessness of their attacks, they were said to have an extreme obsession with human politeness. And if a human were to perform a deep bow to them, as is Japanese uh, as is Japanese custom, then in turn they'd bow back, spilling the water contained in the bowl. They would then be stuck in that bowed position until the water from the river they came from was placed back in its spot. If this action was performed by a human, the kappa would then serve the individual for all eternity. Next. If you ripped off its arms, which is said to be fairly easy, then the kappa would impart its vast knowledge on you or do favors until you gave them back. The last, the last weakness was if it, if it challenged a human to sumo wrestling. The person could do their best to knock it over, spilling the water in the sara, and then with the same result as the bowing would occur. At least this used to be the way to go uh, to defeat them until the Kappas were said to have caught on to what humans were doing and started placing metal plates on top of their heads when they left the safety of the river. And maybe not strictly a weakness, but you could repel them by farting in their faces. (laughs) Do you talk about a particular cartoon that I'm thinking of? I talk about a couple cartoons. cartoons. I'm thinking of one, too. Yeah. We'll, so we'll get into that in pop culture. You're jumping like way ahead. We're not even we're in page two right now. So I I don't know much about the Kappa. You know, I've heard about it in passing, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you research and you do the kind of things that, you know, I do. Um I'm surprised you, you knew about it. 
I was like, no one knows anything about this. And you're like, oh, I know about that. I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Jake kind of told me what this was a little while ago. And I, I promised to keep his well, he secret. He was prying. He was like, like, oh, is it this? Is it that? Oh, it's this, isn't it? Oh, it's this. He's just going and going and going. I was like, oh, my gosh, fine. He hates surprises. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's the one over there. There's some people that are like, oh, weighing out their Christmas presents. And other people that are like shaking their Christmas presents. He's opening this thing up. He's like, oh, and then he's sit, putting it back together and then taping it all up, being like, I don't know why it looks like that. Like, I think, <laughs> this guy's awful. <laughs> I think Jake's, I don't think you told me exactly what it was. I think I actually, you said something about water on top of the head and it being from Japan. And I was like, is it the Kappa? And you're like, I didn't think you knew what it was. Yeah. Uh, anyways, from <laughs> what from what I think I remember of this thing, uh, I don't I don't remember hearing anything about you know when it bows and it pours water off and then it's it's kind of stuck there like a statue. I actually uh, believe that I heard it died. That it was the way to kill it, uh, and that's why it doesn't go too far from its water source mm-hmm. because if it does end up spilling the water out of its out of its head uh it needs to get back to water very very quickly yeah. uh the only time that it actually comes anywhere you know it com- goes away from the water source in which it calls its home is during rainstorms or um uh i know that sometimes they actually do you get into the snow aspect of it at all no Okay, I've also heard that sometimes uh, they can they can you know if in colder climates uh, they can pack snow into their head and move around while it's cold outside, mm-hmm. and as long as uh, they're it's it's not um, like they can't go inside houses or anything because the snow will melt and then a fear of spilling their water that's in right. their head, uh, you know they don't really do that. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, so I again, I don't know too much about this. This is pretty cool. Uh, this is exciting. Um, neat yeah, stuff. it was pretty much a for a lot of for my write up. It was very much like the most um, compatible sources I could went into the write up. There was a lot of like uh, randos, like the History Channel. And I'll, I'll talk about this for in a little bit, but the History Channel did a little thing about them when they were talking about their ancient aliens um but they were like the guy said he's like oh yes and then when they bow the water spills out and then they could very quickly die um Mm. and that was the only reference that i had heard or read uh, doing dude i got to page like 15 of google (laughs) where anyone had said anything like that and so i imagine okay well if that was the case then it would make sense that they would do something servitude wise for the person that put the water back in. So it kept them from dying. Um, so that makes sense. But yeah, people, uh, er- all the websites I saw, all the links and everything, they were just like, Oh yes, magical powers. And then listing the magical powers that are like incredible in- intelligence and swimming. And I was like, all right, well that's not magic. Um, maybe for an amphibian, it would be magic, uh, at mm-hmm. least intelligence. Um, so if they have other magical powers, yeah, I don't know, but apparently they have the magical powers. So, so another thing I did while you were giving off your last uh, spat of information was I quickly did some research uh, on this something. Found I just more information something. than you could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, 
one of my techniques when I do research, right, is to find secondary research. Find, uh, yeah, I saw that find. <laughs> well, I, so I'm trying to explain this, right? So instead of researching the Kappa itself, I quickly did a Google search on the the Shri Kodama, yeah, the Shri Kodama, right, to try to find any information. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily to the Kappa, but that may include the Kappa trying to get some background on this mythical ball inside mm-hmm. your butthole. Um, and it seems to be something that's strictly tied to the Kappa. It, mm-hmm. uh, I put a little link in the chat there. This is the link that I found while looking for this, uh, Shuri Kodama. And in this website here, uh, I, I love the, uh, the definition that it gives because it's exactly what you said, right? It is what you think it is. It word for word here. I'm quoting this uh, from gosh, I, I wish I can pronounce this website so I can source it right. Uh, doing my best here. Hayakumangateri.com. Um, it's right. Link. Oh, yeah. We'll put it in the description. Yeah, uh, but the it, they define it as the mythical ball said to contain a person's soul which is located inside the anus. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty neat stuff. Yeah. So, oh, Go sorry, ahead. I was just going to say, on that link that you just shared down, there's like, uh, you know, comments and stuff on the article yeah. going back <laughs> to like 2012. <laughs> and I just happened to stop on this one. Shout out to uh, Zach Davison, March 16th, 2012. Now the challenge is to work Shirikodama into casual conversation. <laughs> well, Zach, we should have called you before we started this episode. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, good stuff. Good, good stuff. But yeah, this was uh, so that's something up I and then I passed a Shirikodama. Yeah, <laughs> that's something I like to do when uh, when I'm researching mm-hmm. is to to research specific things from the lore itself and see where the ties could be and see what other things it branches into. Uh, but it's, this seems to be just from the 30 seconds I did from research that is strictly tied to the Kappa. Yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. When I did that is when I was able to find links between other cryptids and stuff. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's, that is a thing. You start to see these like, um, parallels between legends and everything. And, um, and, it certainly has that. And then the pop culture references are just through the roof. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot. And then there's I a lot. Narrowed that down, but you know. I do have a question though. Mm-hmm. Does this thing, it, it walks on two legs. It's bipedal, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so if you rip off its arms, mm-hmm. it doesn't know how to utilize its feet. How is it going to do you a bunch of favors? If it doesn't have hands and arms to do favors. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't specify, but it has a mouth so it could grab stuff. That's, like okay, okay. Yeah. I guess you got me there. It is. I, guess, I just felt that I needed to. It has like, magical yeah. powers, dude. Yeah, it has magical yeah. powers. Yeah. It can still tickle your butthole. <laughs> I'm sure it's it can. Mine. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> Give you that oh, old mind-tickling butthole. Look, the point this is, is, is that all you gotta do is find one and rip off its arms or knock it over. Hopefully, it doesn't have a metal plate riveted into the top of its skull. And it'll be your sleigh forever. Just football tackle it. You, you're golden. So yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason why I never really dove into the Kappa, one is because I I try to draw a clear line 
between what I believe could be a cryptid, like technically exist, mm -hmm. and what is strictly mythology, yeah. right? And then there's that blur gray area where you have things. Um, I'm not going to give any examples specifically that could be tied to the Kappa, but like the Mothman, right? A lot of people <gasps> say they've had sightings of the Mothman, right? But to think that there is a giant black flying humanoid creature with red glowing eyes flying around right here the eastern yeah there he is the, <laughs> the eastern u.s or throughout the midwest um is very hard for a lot of people to to think of or to think right or believe or Jersey uh, Devil. especially especially when you think of biology there you go especially when you think of biology right it just doesn't work um yeah. so kappa the kappa is something that uh as far as i understand i don't i don't really know what you know the the people in uh japan right japanese mm -hmm. right i don't know what people in japan think of it uh from what i understand this is mythology it's not mm -hmm. technically meant to be a cryptid as right. it is to be a uh, a figure of lore i'm gonna blow your mind i but, hope you uh, do <laughs> your brain's gonna melt your shirikodama is gonna fall right out of your butt the cap is gonna snatch it up and feast on it you're well, um, jokes on know. you. I'm never pooping again. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Make a make like a shield around it. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that even the toilet uh, attempt or the toilet attack version could still kill a person. But I don't think because I mean you're pulling their soul from their body, which I imagine isn't a good thing. Um, but I don't think that it's considered to be not as violent because it's not like they they get killed first and then it pulls it out. It pulls it out while you're alive, which, depending on the length of the death, I mean, it could be worse, I guess. Let's hope it's just, like, instant death and you don't even feel instant anything. Instant death. I mean, <laughs> but how yeah. big is that Shriko... Or is not the... Well, yeah, the Shriko... That's what I'm one, saying. Like, and also the size of the fist going up in there to get it, you know? hope we don't instant death don't feel anything <laughs> no bigger than five feet tall and i mean if my wife who's like five one five two if she pulled something out of my butt i'd know it i'd be like right you just did something right i'm sure elvis <laughs> knew just, it too you just took my life force <laughs> <laughs> That's how that's how Elvis died. In case you didn't know, <laughs> it was the it was the Kappa. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Alrighty, if y'all are ready, we're gonna get into the few sightings. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay. Now, clearly, this is folklore or mythology, but that doesn't stop the existing the existence of sightings, which are rare in these modern times, but still do occur in some remote areas of Japan whether legitimate or fabricated. However, unlike ancient folklore in most places around the world, in Japan, it's not uncommon to see signs near rivers warning of the kappa. Our first sighting comes from uh, Shushima, a town in Nagasaki on August 1st, 1984. Ryu Shuriozaki, a squid fisherman, was walking home along a pier at 11 p.m. While he was passing the Kuda River, he noticed a group of children playing in the moonlight, which was odd. Um, side note, it was not uncommon to see people fishing at night, 
Although seeing children playing at night, especially in or or around a river, would have been extremely odd because of drownings. As he approached the children, he quickly realized that they had strange features and long, spindly arms and legs. Ryu called out to them, and the children became startled and ran into the water. The next day, he returned to the same spot and found slimy, teardrop-shaped footprints on the ground. They measured approximately 10 inches long and 5 inches wide and were spread 2 feet apart. He suspected that the prints belonged to the Kappa. Soon, onlookers gathered around to see what the fuss was about, and quickly the whole town was bustling with talk about the prints and of the Kappa being found at the river. Local police came to investigate, and the forensic investigation team took samples for analysis of the liquid, and the results came back inconclusive. Next one. Kappa remains? Hmm. On May 30th, 2014, an article came out on dailymail.co.uk under science tech titled, Are These the Bones of a Water Demon? Remains of the Mythological Kappa to Go on Show in Japan. Pictured in the article is what appears to be a mummified hand and a foot from a kappa with a description of what a kappa is and the circumstances around the mysterious items. Quoted from the article, Scientists have not managed to confirm the existence of the creature, despite the fact that numerous bones have been discovered that are said to belong to the kappa. One set of mummified remains, which seem, which seem to show a webbed hand, is going on show, show for the first time in the Miyaka no Show Shimaju residence in Miyazaki prefecture on the island of Kushu. Ooh. The remains were given to the, I'm just going to call them the MS family, after a kappa was shot on the riverbank in 1818. The foot measures around 3 inches and the arm 5 inches. But no experts have claimed they are real nor have stated the bones are called um but no experts have claimed they are real, nor have stated the bones are cobbled together to look monstrous, and there are no plans to have them examined either. So, if you guys look that up, and I, I will, as usual... Hey everybody, bear with us while we take this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely have a link to that website in the uh, under the description for the audio only versions you'll get to see a picture of it and then also we'll include one here um and they they definitely look like it looks like a mummified hand and a foot that probably doesn't belong to a person um and we'll, we'll talk more about it later on and i have some closing thoughts on it in my remarks but you know, I'd like to hear your guys' thing. But so next, I sent you guys a link to a YouTube video from 2011. 
um, in which a group of Japanese locals are recording a tsunami striking land while standing on a balcony. In this video, there appears to be some kind of being. Actually, there's two of them. Uh, one was in the very beginning, and the second one happens kind of in the middle of the video. A being that climbs out of the water and up the side of a house um, and then disappears. Obviously, the video could be fake or mistaken identity, which a lot of the um, the comments I've seen on this could be. Um, but that's pretty much up to you to decide on that because information on the video is incredibly scarce. But I saw it and I was just like, huh. It got a, it got a good solid huh for me. And again, the link will be in the description so anyone that's listening mm -hmm. to this can just pull it up. But if you go onto YouTube and you look up Kappa Tsunami, you'll more than likely find it right away. It's about a four and a half minute long video. Do you have a timestamp for when this is supposed to? It's like a minute and a half in. They slow it down a bunch of times. The rest of the video is literally like a slower version and a slower version and a slower version of it. So you can get a real good look at it. You know what I'm saying? It's with a shitty camera though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say this video is kind of distorted. Mm -hmm. What year was this? This video is from 2011. Oh, so I, I see something that seem, looks like it exits the water. Yep. Oh, I yeah, you see, see it going now. right up the side of the building oh. and then disappears at the top. There's actually another one. If you look underneath the uh, at one minute and 36 seconds, What's that the big first green tree there? right there, look underneath it. And you'll see the same thing come out from the bottom of the tree. It's very, very brief. But it almost looks like a wave, but then it comes up and it goes right up on the, the wall. And then getting further into the video at 1 minute and 58 seconds, they start slowing it down, and then you see this thing come out. So I'm... Okay, I, I'm going to make a connection here to something else. I don't know if it's the same tsunami. Do you get into the, the tsunami itself at all? No. You don't? Oh, I see it now. Maybe it's like two minutes, 36 seconds. It just comes right out, goes right onto that red roof top of the building. So it's interesting, right? Mm -hmm. But what I'm thinking, okay, so, geez, I wish I could fact check this really quick. I could, but I'm going to go ahead and spit it out anyways, whether it sounds dumb or not. Maybe somebody else can quickly type in some stuff real quick, but. When Unsolved Mysteries restarted, I want to say it was either season one or season two, uh, there was an episode that they did on a tsunami in Japan in 20, sometime in that area or mm -hmm. sometime in that time frame. Um, I wonder if this is the same one because this tsunami afterwards the whole area was extremely oh, the haunted. One, yeah, the one where it was all the ghosts were showing up because it yes. killed like, like a million people or something. Yes. Or like 100,000 people. curious if this is tied into that at all. I wonder if it's the same tsunami because 2011 sounds right. Mm -hmm. um, where did you say this hit? Uh, it, whatever the video says, it's just super vague. I tried to do a dive into seeing like where, what the video sources were, but here 
at the very beginning, it just has a little brief thing. And it says, uh, taken from real footage, strange creature found during the tsunami of 2011. The, uh, I'm going to butcher this, the Tohoku earthquake and tsunami in 2011. Mm-hmm. Does that ring in any bells? Yep, that's it. Okay, so I just found, uh, I'm on March 11th of 2011. Refinery29.com. Right here, word for word, the first paragraph says, Unsolved Mysteries is known for incorporating a good ghost story now and then. And in volume two of Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries of the long-running series, we may have just found one of its most tragic and compelling ghost stories to date. The episode and all of the paranormal sightings take place on northeastern Japan's Tohoku region. It seems that for every story, there is an attempt at explanation. On March 11th, 2011 a magnitude 9 earthquake struck off the coast of japan the tsunami that followed shortly after devastated the coast nearly uh nearby inland areas waves reached a maximum blah 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 blah. okay i think there's Uh, a brad pitt movie about this in total about twenty thousand lives were reported lost so that is the tsunami that we're looking at right here it's the exact same one this is this is right here in the the description of this youtube video it is from march the the this is from the tsunami from march 11 2011 Mm. this is the same same exact tsunami as all the hauntings in the unsolved mysteries episode so could it be a kappa uh probably not could it be something could be uh i personally don't think it's a kappa it just looks more it just looks like a white sheet to me honestly. it looks yeah. more no because it does look like it disappears or dissipates the only right. thing to, the only thing other than that the only thing for me is like it's got a very specific movement to it which if this were just a sheet it wouldn't i don't or think it would be so specific yeah out. like it's on a very specific direction it's moving very specifically it's not if I this were a sheet, of... it'd be gone. Like it wouldn't be climbing up a wall, right? No, like... this is um I'm what my thought was was maybe it was like a fire extinguisher that was caught in the in the wave or something. Some something that may have like it not necessarily exploded, but given off like some kind of poof of gases of some kind for just it a just moment. Oh, that, you know, know what? Because of the perspective yeah. of the camera, maybe the angle of the way that it's traveling with the wind, and maybe mm-hmm. it's some kind of optical illusion as well, because everything else is moving this way with the flood of water. So it might just be tricking the, you know. It certainly does look like it just stays there for a second mm-hmm. as, it, as it moves. Uh, whatever this black square is, it looks like a garage door. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what I'm going to call it, right? A garage door. It's. Like the the white the the quote unquote kappa or spirit comes out of the water and then as with the flow of water the point of origin where it's tied to the water still floats in front or to the other side of this garage door and then it dissipates in the air. And that's exactly what it looks like, Jeff. It does look like a, a fire extinguisher of some sort. Something along those lines went off there. I mean, it could have been anything. Who knows? I mean, just oh yeah, there's another one back there too. They're yeah. they're going off all over the place in this in this video. Yeah, there's another one over in the left. Ah uh, man, I don't know. I I'm I'm talking like you guys can see my screen. No, no, I I know. There's <laughs> one right there. There was one 
right in the beginning of the video underneath that first green tree, that really big one, um, sitting right there. You can see it basically, I think, at like a minute. And it looks like it just very quickly just... Let me see if it, it comes up. Nah, dude, you watch it enough times and it's definitely just the splashing of the wave or something. It just It's crashing just right and it's catching the air and it's just what is a spirit being supposed to look like to us uh, <laughs> a, a peoples yeah I, I i don't think that it is but that's um unfortunately i think the best evidence for it was the bones although i'm just going to come out and say it and i'll just reiterate when it comes to the final thoughts uh the fact that look there's been some Definitely some interesting stuff that have come out of that region, like monkeys sewn to fish that are supposed to have like you know <laughs> eternal powers and stuff. Uh, like you eat them and you turn and you become dang you know, mermaids. You, you can't know, die now and whatever you know. And there's just like there's all kinds of stuff. So yeah, I think that they actually belong to something. They're not like a not like a model or anything, but the fact that the person like refuses to let them be studied um definitely brings in some doubt um and then getting into this this lore about the sightings specifically for the kappa um again i'm gonna tie it in this very next section i'm gonna tie it into other things but specifically for the kappa um a lot of links saying that they're sightings not a lot of links saying what the sightings are mm-hmm. uh and even like that whole you know ryu seeing the the children you know in quotes playing in the river and then they go into it and then he sees a teardrop footprints and then he gets the authorities on it like i don't know exactly how to fact check that from a completely different country and see like oh let's pull up their public records to see you know, and I'll just learn Japanese real quick, and we'll find out if this is an actual real police report. So unfortunately, with a lot of the things, we don't, you know, and this may be a surprise to the listeners, but we don't really, you know, if I'm pulling up a source from like, you know, whatever sort of country that doesn't speak English, I'm not lo- looking into their public records to make sure that this is an actual police report that actually happened versus just a story that someone put on a website. Unfortunately, we kind of just go with what we have. And in this case, for the Kappa, there may be local legends. If someone's listening to this and they are from Japan or live in Japan currently and they know of local legends and they have sources, that's great. Me it, having sources that are translated into English is not good, you know? So this definitely lends into that it is just mythology, although it's hilarious mythology. And I love it. <laughs> I am not going to sit here and like, this is the hill I'm dying on. The Kappa exists. That's not me. But this is still hilarious. And I had to do an episode <laughs> on it. Like, even if it was a short episode, not all of our episodes have to be two and a half hours long. So, <laughs> you know, give the listeners something to just kind of munch on for a little bit and then, and then dip out. But it's just like, I had to do an episode on it. Like, I was thinking about doing the Loveland Frog Monster. I was like, oh, no, this is way better. <laughs> or the love and frog man you're like this is way better so let's let's talk about that for a second do you go into mm-hmm. that at all not that one specifically no 
All right. Well, that has been something that's been tied to the Kappa, right? Any one of these amphibious or. Yeah. I go into some, some amphibious things, but. We'll just talk about the the love and frogman for a minute, right? Because we're not going to go too deep into it because eventually we will cover it uh, because it is definitely a, a, a decent cryptid. Well, how um, about I read this section and then we get back into that and then all the other ones that I'm going to bring up. Okay. Well, let's do that then. Fuck me. All right. Let's do that. Y'all ready for us to do that? All right. There better be butt stuff in this, Jake. Well, now. Yes. <laughs> what it could be and other cryptids. And and here we go. We're going to get right into the boogeyman aspect. A warning to children. It's possible that the whole legend of the Kappa was made up as some kind of boogeyman to keep unwatched children from wandering too close to bodies of water. No doubt, threats of being killed or kidnapped and eaten uh by the Kappa would have prevented a great number of child drownings. Or the Kappa more served as a threat to naughty children. Eat your fish or the Kappa will rip your life force out of your butthole the next time you try to poop. One of the classics. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. The History Channel did an episode on the Kappa for their Ancient Aliens series. Season 10, Episode 7. It was very brief. It was maybe 20 minutes. Many researchers who look for evidence of aliens agree that the Kappa, with its incredible intelligence and ability to speak despite having a beak, could be extraterrestrial or interdimensional. Also, it's theorized that they could utilize the water as portals to come to Earth to feed on humans. Plus, if you consider the whole butthole thing, it certainly seems to parallel extraterrestrials with their obsession for removing cow anuses and their organs. (laughs) Look, you're looking for parallels? That's a great one right there. (laughs) Natural amphibians. Japanese giant salamanders grow to an impressive five feet long and can weigh as much as 55 pounds. If you guys Google it, they're actually pretty crazy looking. Um, Have similar colored skin and reside in the same areas as the the Kappa is said to exist, bodies of water. The salamanders have been observed grabbing small prey animals and dragging them into the water but are they big enough to snatch up a child or kill an adult? I don't think so. But still, it's a very impressive creature and definitely could be an origin for the legend of the Kappa. Other cryptozoological beings or folklore. Along with the alien idea, there's a great number of other fish and amphibian deities from the ancient world, where the beings were described as having fallen from the sky and immediately sought out bodies of water. Deities such as the Nomo, for the Dogon people from Mali, the name Mono, uh, Nomo translated to make one drink, and they were amphibious creatures with a humanoid upper toast torso and a fish-like tail. Also, it should be noted that there seems to be a parallel between the legends of the Nomo, Kappa, and mermaids. Or the Mesopotamian Oannes deity with its fish-like humanoid body that taught mankind writing, arts, and science. Though the Oannes weren't hostile and were instead said to be helpful beings, so were the Kappa, sometimes. Other lore of amphibious humanoids that were said to be hostile to humans and kill children were the Sayukoi from the Philippine mythology, the Slavic Vano... 
uh, Vod Yanoi, and the, the Nixie from German fairy tales, and the Russian Balotnik, and many others. With the similarities across the world, we seem to get into the same realm of either being a popular fear of water, passed down legends, or that there's a real element behind them. What do you guys think? I think that there's probably... I, I think there's always a real element behind old mythologies, right? So mm-hmm. maybe these beings or beings like this may have existed at some point. And uh, that's kind of where this stems from, you know. Who knows? It's a weird creature, though. The fact that he spilled the water out of its head, and it's just stuck. How 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 would you evolve that way if evolution is what they say? Well, usually they're talking about human evolution, not alien evolution. No, just evolution in general. Like but you, yeah, you wouldn't evolve you. to survive with such a a weakness that's like us with our weaknesses of like bleeding to death and stuff with our no but paper that's, thin that's skin. extreme you just spill your head you turn your head over how do they you know what i'm saying like if you're not in the river and you dip your head over you're screwed well if you're a fish and you come out of the water and you can't breathe and you're screwed you know but i agree with you evolution is fake anyway <laughs> i think that this is uh cool right nowhere mm-hmm. near real uh nowhere <gasps> has it I don't think think it ever was. Um, But I do find some very interesting ties to American lore, mythologies, Mm -hmm. and cryptids, right? So one is the Loveland Frogman. Uh, Two is uh, the Bishop Phil Lizard Man of Scape... uh, Scape... uh, Scape Ore, right? I believe it's Scape Ore Swamp in South Carolina. Um so there's there are other cryptids right mm. the the uh i know it's just a big turtle but like the beast of busco is another one um i was gonna mention that one just it, it's just a giant turtle like, right Michael, <laughs> Michael, what about michelangelo of new york shut your face <laughs> um i love it <laughs> so but maybe it's just like a fear of amphibians slimy gross skin you know, eating bugs. Ugh. I I think that this is a, a boogeyman thing, and that's it, right? And it, it does make sense. Yeah. Like you said, there would be that aha moment. Yes, there was that aha moment because, you know, you want to keep your kids away from the water. Do you not even think yeah. that it's possible that maybe there was like a a large turtle that, you know, used to eat people back like thousands of years ago that became mythology and turned into this story? Do I believe that there were creatures around that are no longer? Well, no, not not even not even no, that no, far just back. A, just a big ass dinosaur, big snap. I mean, dude, honestly, there's snapping <laughs> turtles. A big megafauna snapping no, l- turtle. Listen, let me be honest with you. There's snapping turtles alive right now that could eat a child. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Without so, doubt, some of those are, they're mean fuckers too. Yeah. Um, so just you know, you go back. 10,000 years, right? We had big animals. There there could have very well been uh, some kind of turtle creature that just would snatch people up if you were fucking around. And maybe they were goofy, too. Maybe they just... Maybe they were dumb, right? And goofy, or maybe they... I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they, they had, like... They got this lore built up around them, them, you know? And then over 10,000 years, it became this this thing that we're talking about, you know? Keep in mind, this folklore came from the Edo era, era from... Oh, you know. 
I, that's what I said. From <laughs> between the 16 and the 1800s, like 1603. So this isn't like this well, was that you know that that doesn't necessarily mean that the that that's just when they can go back and say like this is when this was you know started this folklore. But that doesn't mean that there wasn't some other shit that might have some small little thing you know you similar to it that goes into back to the the grand exactly. scheme of it and stuff like right. where did so, the idea come from originally so right. the entire time especially when you started talking about its connection to mermaids i actually opened up my mermaid document and i'm trying to sift through my thing about the ningyo here this all i'm seeing some uh correlations here uh, because all of this took place in the Edo period. The Ningyo, that whole story there, I'm definitely seeing some correlations here in, in the whole uh, like mythology mm-hmm. aspect of it. Like, There's definitely something here. Yeah. Stuff happened right. in that when period. Were, when was the time period? 1667 or I just thought of something that goes way deep. We could go off on a whole tangent right now. Well, let's go. go. Well, just hold on, just just a second. We'll 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 get back to you there for a second. But I I agree with what he first said. Right, sixteen hundreds. That could just be written history. There could be something from way before them, before written history that we just don't have access to prove that there was any kind of mythology, lore, stories from that time period. Right. So this could be a lot older than that. And that goes for a lot of other things. And as for what Kenzar was saying, where it's tied into with what the Nino. Right. Nino, yeah. Nino. Uh, I mean, when you look at these boogeyman type creatures or uh, stories, there's ties everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. I mean, it's there's, just a different region, a different I mean, story. Right. Like, you talk about all these boogeymen from all around the world that will snatch a child and take them away and throw them in the pits of hell. I mean, literally 50% of the, the boogeyman lore from around the world involves just that. So the Ningyo was a story of don't give in to temptation or else right. if you eat this fish, you're going to live forever. Right? right. Similar sort of idea. So I, I still don't think like there was a, the Kappa itself. I can see it evolving through time just you know like jeff was saying that this could have been something like a uh some sort of megafauna or some sort right Mm -hmm. uh i don't believe that there was anything bipedal because bipedalism is something that is very human it's like in in the animal kingdom yeah but it could have reared up you know right i understand but when you take when you take cryptids out of out of the mix right name any other animal that's strictly bipedal nothing right and if you look at the the pictures and and the paintings of these kappa yes they do seem to be bending over at time to pick something up like i remember one painting uh was particular about pulling a limb out of the river uh Mm -hmm. was one thing but for the most part they're standing up Right. They're they're bipedal. I just don't see that it's bipedalism isn't something that is reptilian or amphibious until you get into cryptozoology. When you talk about reptilians or uh, aliens such as the Mm -hmm. reptilians or or when you get into like the scape or uh, swamp monster uh, of Bishopville, South Carolina or uh, the Loveland Frogman, then you start getting into bipedalism. Bipedalism 
Now, this is where the we can go down the tangent of the uh, aquatic ape theory as to why humans are bipedal, right? Did, because uh, we're did, made this way. Did, this did, is... we, did we come from water, right? Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? We didn't, uh, but yeah. Which, which is the tie to the kappa. So, but there are a lot of different um, pygmy people from around the world as well. Could this be a pygmy human, right? A small human, not a Bigfoot, but the, but the other way, a lot of people forget that uh, cryptozoology and mythological beings don't only go up in size. They also go down in size. And there are a lot of uh, reports of smaller bipedal apes, almost just as much as there are big ones. We just don't hear about them very much because they're in, uh, Vietnam, like the Viet, mm-hmm. the Vietnamese stone stone man. There's just as many stories of these things being eight, nine feet tall, twelve feet tall, as they are being two feet tall, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you have to remember that. Could this be a pygmy uh, ape uh, that just happened to be around the water more like more than more than not, right? I, it, 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 there's there's some stuff. But as the Kappa, as known as the Kappa, like what the Kappa is, no, I don't believe it. I mean, what do you think? You finish the thing and you're always already out here just bashing <laughs> you asked holes us, in it and stuff. You asked that's, us what we believed in that last crazy. thing. You ended that paragraph with, what do you guys Man. believe? <laughs> I said, what do you think? You Whatever. guys, you're, you're acting, just you're wilding out. And I don't appreciate it. But I appreciate you wilding out. <laughs> Any Sorry, other Jeff. thoughts from the masses? Go ahead. No, Take us no, down your ahead. rabbit hole. No, your rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. Do nope. it. Oh yeah, yeah. You I mean you pretty much basically laid out what I was gonna say. Oh, uh, not not up. in this form. obviously I don't think that it exists, but what? just that there's something that attaches to this lore that may have existed. It could have just been a megafauna, like you said, a giant snapping turtle back in the day. Maybe it was some inner earth beings that had some armor that they weren't able to understand. So they were like, maybe it's some kind of shell or something like that. I don't know. You know, it maybe wasn't a beak. It was a breathing apparatus. I don't know. Maybe it was mm-hmm. some ancient aliens or some shit, but whatever it was, the, the lore of it goes back further than the 1600s. And then the 1600s thing is interesting because that's when people talk about mud flood, when they like the, the world's history could have been reset and, all the knowledge could have been rewritten and distributed and you know so this lore only going back that far in its current state could just be because of of that just like a lot of other things that point to that time frame as like a great reset i'm i'm glad that you said it i was actually very surprised that no one had any comments on like water type portals or extraterrestrials or interdimensionals and i'm just like all right well wasted yeah, episode inner earth beings could have been extraterrestrials yeah. could have been interdimensional who knows right but <sighs> you know t- again ten thousand years ago could have been you're not going to know what these are right those humans in that era weren't you wouldn't recognize a backpack with oxygen and a face you know respirator thing on so you could breathe the atmosphere you would be like oh that's a beaked turtle man that's a also like reptilian in some form because he has some weird suit on that's like scaly and 
you know, rubbery or some shit, you know? So yeah, maybe that's what on. Saying. Yeah. That's interesting. Is a time traveling scuba diver. Yeah. Scuba or from or from the inner earth or, or underwater. Maybe he's an underwater uh intelligent civilization. I mean, the Japanese did that to other people, the way that they designed their armor and stuff. It was all psychological warfare and stuff because people think that mm-hmm. demons were coming after them. Mm-hmm. Like it was they're doing it to other people. Anyways, that's kind of like my final yeah. thoughts on the whole thing, honestly. But you know, you asked, so that's pretty much it. All right, well, pop culture. <laughs> there we go. I have a couple thoughts on this too, but yeah, this is the last section. Okay, perfect. Pop culture. The Kappa has been portrayed in many, and I mean many, different cartoons in Japan. But what can you expect from a local legend? I mean, it makes sense to me. But if you're like me and don't regularly partake in Japanese entertainment, here are a few characters you'll probably recognize that are at least based on the Kappa artistically. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles not only look like the traditional drawings of the Kappa, but in the third live-action movie, the Turtles go to Japan to rescue April O'Neil and are mistaken for Kappas by the locals. In 2006... The animated Hellboy film, Hellboy, Sword of Swords, the Kappa is featured as a foe that must be defeated in an alternate universe. In video games, the new t- Nintendo GameCube's Animal Crossing featured a character named Cap'n that provides transportation to the player. In Mario, due to the humanoid turtle-like appearance of the Kappas, there's an argument to be made that the Koopa Troopas are based off the legend, although that one may be a far stretch. Final Fantasy VI. There's an imp, uh, there is an imp that a character transforms into that definitely is a Kappa. Unlike the Koopa Troopers, <laughs> unlike the Koopa Troopas in Mario, this being complete with a duck bill mouth and a Sara atop its head. Pokemon. I might get these names wrong because Ludicolo. I'm not a Pokemon guy. Um, although not entirely similar design-wise, Lotad, Lombre, and Ludicolo are based off the Kappa. These are just a few examples, and there are tons more, especially in film and animation. Good thing these examples were just based off the Kappa design-wise, since seeing a Kappa do what Kappas do to April O'Neil or Mario would have probably ruined our childhoods. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you think that's why King Koopa is always going after Mario? Oh, maybe. Maybe he wants that. What, uh, what Shurikudama. Yeah. Shurikudama. <laughs> he wants. Maybe that's, what, maybe that's what the star is. Look, come on, I don't, you guys, I don't, you guys don't play Mario. Listen, Nintendo, it's all yeah, Japanese, man. It's definitely the Koopas. The Koopas are definitely that because it's Japanese too, man. And and, yeah, and I, the Ninja Turtles as well with the goofiness, yeah. you know. And I like know they're the, Japanese, but it, this wasn't necessarily like exclusively like. I mean, it's like I really like that. You, you know, what no, I'm but saying. this is a perfect is example of what I was talking know, about yeah. in the last segment, right? Where like. You know, in today's culture, this is what we see. We see Koopa, we see Ninja Turtles, and mm-hmm. the cartoons in the Japanese culture, right? Of this thing, 
you know, go back to the 1600s, it was a totally different perspective on it. Go back to 10,000 BC, it was a totally different perspective on it. So like, that's just kind of where we're at right now. So Mm -hmm. it's the evolution of the perspective of this ancient creature that must have Mm -hmm. been around at some point in some way. Yeah. If you go back to um, one of our earlier episodes, Jake, I think this was during your break, man. We did a we did an episode on mythology in Pokemon, and yes. we, had co- we had covered uh, the tie with Ludicolo and its evolutionary line with the Kappa. I mean, we yeah. did we talked about it briefly. Obviously, you haven't listened to it. Um, nope. Yeah, I don't believe it or not, it was uh, a good episode. My my family is a Pokemon family. We we do play, uh, except for my wife. She's she's lame. Uh, but I still love her. Uh, but it is it, for me. It's a it's a way that I can still um, talk to my children with something that I understand from my childhood. So uh, I, I do partake. I, I I enjoy it. All that was ruined for me. I uh, I wanted to get into all that stuff, and I almost did. Um, and I got some like special pack of cards of like, oh, gosh, now I think they were like. I think they were like Yu-Gi-Oh cards when I was actually just first getting into the whole thing. But I got it at um, the fair. It was like a random, like four cards. No, one of them was actually incredibly rare. And I had no clue what I was looking at. And um, one of the guys at school convinced me that it was, he's like, well, this is a crappy card. He's helped me to set up my deck in quotes, right? And so... I uh, he gave me a bunch of cards and then took that one. He's like, you don't need this one. You need these. These are your attacking cards. These are your whatever. He was just kind of explaining it. And then he took that card and he sold it for like a couple grand. And I was just like, and then he told me about it. He was like, he's like, I can't believe that you just let me do that to you. And he was so smug about it. And I was like, nope. And it just ruined everything for me. And I, <clears> that's my, uh, that's my nemesis to this day. Yeah, I would have been upset like, too. Like I was just like. You seriously you're that much of a scumbag you know it's my, like it's my wild, husband but... used to play magic and i told him the same thing let's get back into magic so we could just collect all the rare cards like yeah i'm just like i think it was something like it was a um it was a really like i i don't know what all the terminology is but it was like a misprint and then there was something else wrong with it and all all, whatever you know but it was just like it just ruined all of that for me and i'm just like nope i'm just gonna do more aggressive sports like paintball you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i did Uh, i did paintball and pokemon so oh yeah there yeah there's time in in life for both (laughs) time in life for both just not card games for me but um which is funny too, because right after this, I'm going to be probably playing card games. So, <laughs> yeah, but they're not TCGs. Or that's just that's different. So, how do you want to do this? You want me to throw out my final thoughts, or you guys want to throw yours out first? Jeff has already gone. I pretty Jeremy much already has. went so, yeah. Kenser, what are your final thoughts? Um, <laughs> I think I'm convinced that this is an alien type nice. entity. Someone I really like this boring. reptilian. Fantastic aspect that you brought onto this and what sold me was the bipedal thing 100 percent um because you're right bipedalism is not necessarily an amphibious thing it's reptilian so 
yeah, I don't know. I, I lean more towards the alien thing now. You guys convinced me. I think that's really cool. Well, and to... I really like the idea that Koopa Troopas are, are Kappas. That, I think, is cool. I think they're uh, based on the Kappa. I don't yeah, know again, if that they're... that one's a stretch. I'm just like... It uh... is a... Speaking of that, did you guys see the Mario movie trailer? Yeah, yeah it and it good. looks like... I was like, I what? Good. Yeah, that, the animation looks fantastic. Is it another live action version? No, like that one from like the no, 90s? no, it's an animated movie. I didn't mean to derail the conversation. <laughs> Sorry, I love the live action Mario. You're one of the only people there was only one movie. person on there that I actually was like, okay, I'm okay with that casting. I is hated that cast for the animated uh, movie. Yeah, the one star studded lineup. It's, it's got like Chris Pratt and yeah, dude. Pick better you... voices. <laughs> Jack Black was the only one that Jack I was okay Black, with. Yeah. I like Jack Black. Who's Jack Black playing? Bowser. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't recognize that. That's that's fun. That's, I'll that's Jack Black. The trailer. But I, th- I think the movie looks fun. Anyways, Y'all are go fine. ahead, Jake. <laughs> All right, final thoughts. Considering the evidence of the bones being shown around Japan, but without them being officially studied or tested for known DNA, it's hard to say whether this is legit or just another monkey sewn to a fish with magic powers. I get that there's a certain level of respect that should go along with sacred artifacts, but a refusal to allow scientific study is a breeding ground for doubtful viewers or frauds to parade around their modern-day snake oil. Currently, I don't believe the Kappa does or has ever existed, at least not the same being with the same features, attributes, or appetite. And given current medical science, we know that there isn't a life force containing organ in our butts. So there's that unless we're also being lied to about that. Perhaps it was based off of the Japanese giant salamander, or it's just a mixture of another nation's superstitions. Because there's all those parallels with all the other, um, I don't want to say cryptids, because it's not necessarily that, but the folklore and the mythology and stuff. Um, in, In order to not, just going based off my thoughts. Oh, I remembered that thing I was going to talk about. Um, but just to just kind of toy around with it, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I could do every single episode. I kind of, you know, we all seem to have our same opinions. Um, but I think it has a lot to do with the spreading out of people and why people in like all those areas and stuff seem to have very similar um, cryptid stories or folklore rather. Sorry, I keep saying cryptid, but folklore, mythology, and maybe trade routes and stuff. You pick up stuff over time. Um, okay, so the other thing that uh, reasoning or what it could be. Now, this is something I couldn't find anywhere else except for that uh, mythical.net or whatever that first website is that Jeff pulled up. So leech babies. Um, there was a theory that this wasn't necessarily a case of a boogeyman type thing, um, but it was still to deter children from going near the river. And that was because that in these small communities in Japan in the earlier years, there was a lot of poverty. And what went along with this poverty was either a, and this is 
pretty sad, but a large number of people that either couldn't take care of their children when they gave birth to them, or they were so malnourished that the babies came out still, still birth, right? Uh, stillborn. Mm-hmm. And they would throw them, whether alive or dead, into the rivers to carry them off um, and be spilled out into the oceans. So maybe this was a whole thing of keeping children from having to witness things like that, like people throwing their live infants into the river um, to just get rid of them or, uh, or disposing of dead bodies. Um, now that being said, I, she's Siri. That being said, I looked up leech babies to see, you know, what's the facts behind this. I looked up, um, infanticide in early Japan. I looked up, um, a bunch of different things to see, you know, what's the, fact behind this and from what i saw i couldn't really find any sources i'm not saying that they're not there but it was it was just that one source where i could find that information so i didn't include that plus it's like man that's really sad so um we know that historically that was the case for other civilizations so i can't see why it wouldn't be the case for the japanese um or at least an asian culture in general but uh, that was also included in that. So highlighting all the different sources of what it could be, although obviously the reason why it's not in my write-up is because I couldn't go back and find any more information on that. So it's like, is this actually legit, or is this just something that's made up in this article? I don't know. You know? Yeah, the leech babies, like L E E C H babies. Very. Um. But honestly, for me, I, I'm more along the lines of this was a boogeyman or this was like a, uh, you know, just keep your kids from dr- accidentally drowning themselves by falling into the, you know, lakes and rivers and stuff by telling them something's going to eat them. Shoot, I did it with my younger brother. Kept, uh, like, I had a bunch, we had a bunch of fruit trees in the back of our house and uh, in the backyard, and he would go over there and he'd rip off all the green, like, nectarines and peaches and stuff and play with them. And so I told him there was a plant back there that could eat them. And uh, he didn't mess with him, you know? And so it was perfect. So, yeah, whatever you got to do, you know? <laughs> if it works, it works. If it, Yeah. Well, this was fun <laughs> until the Leech Babies. Yep. Any more I thoughts? Just, I just had a kid, so that... Congratulations, I know. How's that going? Uh, horrible. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> no, it's Any more thoughts, lady and gentlemen? Nope. I think I'm I'm good. I'm glad I saved that for the very end because I knew it was going to crush everyone's heart. Yeah. Ah, uh, reality. Mm-hmm. Oh, reality. Yeah, you, you you destroyed my world there. Thank you. Cool deal. Well, <laughs> well, just give yourself a boost. Picture a Kappa ripping that Shrikodama right out of Mario. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you need to do, I don't know if you guys went over, but I'm going to definitely post this uh, when this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I sent a picture to the chat on Messenger. Check that out. I mean, I'm talking artistic talentry here is through the roof. Is it the oh, guy yeah. farting in the Kappa's face? That is, is that is <laughs> meant. <laughs> true artistry That's, right there that belongs on the mantle 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't find any sources of that, but I saw this picture, and that pic that picture was painted in like 1901, and I was like, legit, bro. That that's that's good enough source for me, right there. I have it actually added into this, so I can have Jeff throw it in there. All right, let's go ahead and and close this thing out. As always, all the websites, resources, articles, and video will be linked under the description of the audio version of the show. Please, if you haven't already, join us on the Infinite Rabbit Hole Facebook group. Check out the website, infiniterabbithole.com, where you can search our categorized episodes, access our merch store, get links to all our social media. And if you're enjoying the show and you want to tell us and leave us, you can leave us a voicemail which will be placed at the front of the next available episode, or send us an email at infiniterabbithole at gmail.com. If you want to come on an episode or with us or have an experience to share, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you for coming along on today's journey, and we can't wait for you to join us next time in the next path of the Infinite Rabbit Hole. Bye. 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 Bye.